Welcome to Mindfully Well, your place to get the tools and tips you need to connect to a deeper sense of wellness, naturally and simply. This podcast is for change-seeking women who are curiously devoted to their health and ultimately having a positive impact on the world around them. I'll be diving into everything that can help us live mindfully well, one episode at a time. I'm your host, Haley. Welcome to episode 13. Today I'm going to walk you through my 2019 reflection workbook. And sometimes I call it a guide, sometimes I call it a workbook. It's the same thing, I think. It's a workbook for you to work through with prompts and questions. So I created this guide to help people like you reflect, well, like you and me, reflect on their year and get clear on what they want next year. So this workbook isn't a do it one time and move on type of thing. It's a launching point for intentionally choosing what you want every day moving forward. So if you haven't downloaded the workbook yet, I'll link to it in the show notes. And if you have, yay, great work. (laughs) I will help walk you through all of the prompts in this episode. So this workbook is a prequel to the monthly reflection workbooks that I'll be releasing every month during 2020. So that project is called Year of Soul, and I talked about it a few episodes back where it was a project that I created, and then, oh, it was the Cyclic Nature episode, where basically I was in a really creative flow and was making all of this stuff, and then I hit like an ebb, like things kind of dipped down, and I stopped working on this project, and it never came to completion. So this is the completion of that project, Year of Soul. So once you sign up for my email list, you'll automatically get all of these workbooks on the first of each month in 2020. I've created these workbooks for anyone who is wanting more clarity around what worked and what didn't work this year, um, a clear path to reflecting and analyzing 2019, if you want to look at the lovely and the ugly, These workbooks are for people who get that it's important to notice what's not working and do something about it. And most importantly, these workbooks have been created for anyone who wants a deep, clear path set forth for 2020, a path that creates more space in your life and more impact in the world around you. So if that's you, welcome. If you want to hit pause and download the workbook, go ahead. And if you're driving, you can still tune in to this episode and mentally go through all of the prompts that I'm going to walk through. So I think that's all of the logistics I have for now and the overall information of what's happening with these workbooks. So let's dive in. The 2019 Reflection Workbook starts by looking at what happened this year. So we want the highlight reel here. Set a timer for 10 minutes and free write everything that happened within each month of the year. And don't think too much, just write everything that comes to mind. 
There are some little spots for each month to help you organize your thoughts. And for me, what works is brain dumping everything out by month, but you don't have to do that. You don't have to do it this way, but this approach is kind of what I've laid out in the book, and it helps me stick to the time limit a little bit better. Um, we'll come back to all of it, all of the things that you write down later, but just remember, you likely won't get everything down, and that's okay. We're not going for like a full day-by-day -day detail of everything that happened. It's just the highlight reel. So like I said, I like starting with writing down the easy stuff first. So when you're looking at the workbook and you see each month laid out, basically what I do is look at the month and immediately write what comes to mind. So for me, it's August, my birthday. January, girls trip. February, surf trip. April, Seattle house hunting. June, cross-country drive and move to Seattle, um, July, start school, etc, etc. You get the point. So the main stuff that happened that easily comes to mind, write all of that down. And then once you get all of that out, you can start to think, oh yeah, and in January, I went off the grid with Chandler, and we did that again in February, and oh yeah, we hiked the mountain in June for the first time. So you can start to tie in like all of the little oh yeah moments once you get the big stuff kind of laid down on paper. Um, this is what works for me. You can do it however you like. I like to set a timer because I, I like to give myself enough time to remember what happened but also not spend hours trying to think of everything that happened. So however you want to do it, if you're doing it in real time right now, hit pause, set a timer, and get to it. Next up, we're diving into how did it feel? So you'll set another timer and you'll look at the list above of everything that you just wrote for every month and you'll think about how those things made you feel. There's no right or wrong or like good or bad answer here. It's just whatever comes to your heart and your mind. So just write down whatever comes up for you. Again, you won't get to every single thing and that's okay. The point is to rapidly remember and go with your gut. That's where the goodness is. So look at your list above and think about how each of those things made you feel. Just one word answers, jot them down, and go. Okay, so once we look at what happened this year and how each of those things made us feel, we're going to dig a little bit deeper with appreciation, insight, and deep gratitude. So we'll start with appreciation, and basically what you're going to do here is look at the list of everything you've written down and take no longer than like 30 seconds to a minute to circle the things that bring you immense joy and gratitude. So the things that stand out the most, don't just circle the whole <laughs> sheet. I mean, you could, but really just go with your gut with the things that pop up first. And then after that, we're going to look for insights. So, or I guess we're going to ask for insights, I should say. Grab someone close to you, call up, get together with them, whatever you want to do, and ask for some insight into your list that you have. So with this person that's close to you and knows you pretty well, show them your list and then ask them what you've missed. So we often don't give ourselves enough credit for like the big and meaningful things that we do. 
Um, and this is a really great way to get that feedback. So take a moment to reflect on why you may have left something off the list and how it feels. Remember, no judgment. Just notice what it was and why you may have left it off the list. So you can do this by texting a friend, FaceTiming someone, getting together. If you have someone you live with, you can ask them. But basically just get an outside opinion. And if you don't have anyone close to you or if this part just doesn't feel right for you, you can also, if you have journals, you can flip through your journals to find new insights. You can scroll through your photos on your phone to see like what little moments you captured that you may have forgotten. And anywhere where you kind of like document your daily life, you can look back on those things and find new insights as well. So you don't have to rely on someone else externally, but if you can and you want to, it's a cool experiment. So with all of this, just remember that if you forgot to write something down, it isn't bad. This is why we have people close to us and why we take pictures and write things down because we can't remember everything. Like, a lot happens in a year, you guys. So take your insights and your feedback and allow yourself to feel grateful that that person remembered that thing or that you took a picture of that flower that brought you a lot of joy, whatever it is. It likely means that the people care about you who you're asking for help or that you are savoring each beautiful moment throughout your year. So however you want to approach insights, go ahead and hit pause and do that now, and then we'll dive into deep gratitude. So deep gratitude is our last step here, and basically, one more time, we're going to look at the list of the items we circled and consider items that we may have left off, and take a few minutes to write out specifically why you are grateful for these things. So go into as much detail as possible. You may need more paper or space for this part, so if you want to now, go ahead and grab some more paper and just get really specific on your gratitude. Don't just say, I'm grateful for. Say, I'm grateful for because, and, and, and. So really dig deep into the gratitude with these key highlights of your year because to you, it's what has made up your year. So go ahead and hit pause and dive into your deep gratitude. Section two of the workbook is where we're going to dive into what didn't happen this year. So this will be really helpful if you did a lot of planning at the end of last year or the beginning of this year. And if you didn't do those things, you can still connect some dots and figure out what you wanted and what didn't happen for you. So basically what we're going to do is think back to January 2019, this year, and what did you want most? What was your vision for this year? Surely, out of everything possible in the world, you wanted something really, really badly. Whether you created a New Year's resolution, or you had a big goal in mind, or a big thing you wanted to do, what was your vision for this year? If you can't come up with anything, if nothing really comes to mind, just consider why. Why didn't you have a big vision for this year, or... What was going on 
throughout this year or the end of last year that led you to not really set any goals or intentions. This isn't a bad thing at all. Sometimes it's just as good to not set any goals or intentions if that's what you need. So whatever your case is, just take some time to think about what you wanted most this year and then set a timer for about 10 minutes and free write everything that didn't happen this year or shifted in the process. So I'll give you some examples, but basically don't think too much and just write everything that comes to mind. So for me, I wrote down in my planner, January 1st, get all A's in all of my classes I'm taking. Well, I didn't, and I'm still really smart, like I still feel really good about my grades, so that shifted in the process, but I'm okay with it. Um, I wanted to get monthly massages. I don't really know why I wrote that down, but I wrote down that I wanted to get monthly massages, and I didn't get one massage this year, <laughs> so there's that. Um, I wanted to continue my 5 and 5 vlog series that's over my YouTube channel, and I unexpectedly created this podcast instead. So that shifted in the process and didn't really happen. Um, what else? I stopped working on a project to go back to school. The project was called the Write Friends Club, meaning write, like W-R-I-T for writing. Um, and it was going to be like a writing club. So maybe I'll bring that back someday, but for now, I put it on hold, and it was one of my big intentions for this year. So yeah, set a timer, start thinking about all the things that didn't happen, and then we'll dive into how those things made us feel. So if you're working right now, hit pause and do that. So let's think about how each of these things made us feel. So you'll set another timer if you want to and look at your list above of everything that didn't happen. As you look at the list, think about how each thing literally made you feel in the moment or right now. Like maybe you forgot, like me, I forgot that I wanted to get monthly massages because it clearly wasn't a priority to me because I cared for my body and my mind in different ways and that feels really good. So I didn't do the thing that I thought I wanted, and I feel better because of that. So another example is I wanted to get all A's, and I didn't, and I've passed all of my classes, and I feel really freaking smart. Like I feel smarter than I've ever felt before, which I think is a good sign because we should get smarter with age, but um, it's just an interesting thing that I set that really high goal and I didn't push or pressure or force myself into meeting it. I just did my best. So that feels really good. Um, yeah, and then I created this podcast, like, unexpectedly. I was going to do a different video series. That was my intention. That was my goal. And now I'm here doing this every week instead. And I love it. Like, I get so stoked to record these episodes. So, yeah. Look at all the things that didn't happen and consider how they made you feel. Of course, there will be some things that didn't happen and kind of bum you out. I have those as well. I'm not sharing my entire reflection with you guys because I do feel this process is very sacred and personal work. So you don't have to share with anyone, but I'm just giving you some easy examples that come to mind. So look at your list of everything that didn't happen and... Think about how each of those things made you feel. 
don't get down on yourself or beat yourself up over them. They didn't happen, and that's the fact of the matter. So just acknowledge what you did want and what actually happened. Hit pause and go. Okay, so clearly some things didn't happen this year, and we have feelings about those things. Or we don't, and that's interesting as well. So whatever your case may be, out of everything you listed above, take a minute to consider that each thing most likely happened exactly how it was supposed to happen. And that means that it didn't happen as well. So <laughs> hope you get the paradox there. Um, it seems silly, but just try it out. So read your list, pay attention to how each thing feels, and then send appreciation to that thing that didn't happen because with that thing not happening, better stuff could happen. So, however everything happened, it happened for a reason. It's a really tongue-twisty way of saying that to you all, sorry. Um, but yeah, just have some appreciation for the way things played out and the way things went because we are only here right now. We can't change the past and we can influence our future with our thoughts and our intentions. So take a moment to appreciate the way things did come together and happen this year. After that, we're going to practice a little bit of letting go. So out of everything on your list that didn't happen, write the ones below that you're finished with. The ones that you thought you needed, but now you don't. So for me, this might look like getting a monthly massage. I clearly didn't need that, and I clearly didn't really want it. So I'm, I'm letting that go. That's no longer a goal or an intention of mine. That was a very tangible thing that I could have done that could have made me feel good, but ultimately it wasn't what I was going for. So I'm letting that go this year. And you can literally just look at your list and say, or say, or write, whichever, I'm letting this go now. Or, I no longer need this, I let it go. So however you want to do that, just give yourself some space to do more of what makes you feel the way you want to feel, and put the other things out there, let them go. And this doesn't mean that the things that you're letting go are banished for good, it just means you're letting them go for now. Maybe they'll come back to you, like my writing club project. I hope that comes back to life one day. But for now, I, I let it go, I let it rest, I let it hibernate until it's ready to have my full attention. So after we have expressed our appreciation and let the things go that we actually don't want, we're going to move forward. So one more time, look at the items on your list that you aren't letting go, the things that you've decided to keep working toward, and carefully evaluate them and make a different plan for bringing them to life. The approach you used this time didn't work, so get creative about a new approach. And what this can look like is, what didn't happen? I didn't explore new yoga classes around town like I kept saying I would. How does that feel? It feels a little frustrating because it's not hard to go to a new class and I definitely have the free time to do this. But how can I have appreciation for this? Well, I think I didn't go to new classes because I've been creating crazy expectations in my head about how they should be. 
and having so many options is actually really overwhelming for me. So knowing this about myself, I'm not as frustrated. I didn't go to the classes, but that doesn't mean I can't start. I'm grateful to realize this about myself, and now I can start to test my expectations about going to new yoga classes and see if it's actually something I want to do or just something I thought I should be doing. So the letting go portion of this looks like I want to let go of the following things because, for better or worse, I didn't prioritize them and might not actually care about them that much. I care about making them happen that much. And moving forward, of the things on my list that didn't happen, I do actually want to blank, whatever that is for you. Um, maybe I should try a different approach like something else that you didn't try. So I left these these blanks in the worksheet here for you so you can kind of work with this this template or a sentence. And yeah, just look at this section as as a way to pave a new path, as a way to create new habits that might help you get to where you want to go and releasing your expectations that you might not actually want to go there. That's just what you think right now. So you can hit pause, work through all of this, take all the time you need. I might have recommended a time frame for this, but this work is interesting and I really like this section. So take your time and enjoy whatever comes up and be the observer of your thoughts. Don't judge yourself too hard or at all, please. Just observe what comes up and work with what you're working with. Section three is looking at what unexpected things happened. So this section should be a little bit easier depending on everything you wrote down in the first two sections. So now that we know what happened and what didn't happen, the first section and the second section, we can start to reflect on the unexpected things that happened. This is my favorite part, you guys. This part is so much fun because that's life. Life is the unexpected things, and it's so much fun to think about what we didn't even know was possible, right? So this list will likely consist of good and bad things, and might have some overlap with, with your what happened list, and that's inevitable because everything happened in our minds from the first section. But these are the things that we didn't really plan for and we didn't really expect. So whatever comes to mind, set a like 10 minute timer and write down all of the unexpected things that happened. Once you do this, look at your list above all of the unexpected things and write how each of those things made you feel in the moment and how they feel now reflecting on them. So some might feel the same when they happened and now, and others might seem funny now. So just see what comes up. How did they feel then and how do they feel now? From all the unexpected things that happen in life, we're going to dig a little bit deeper and pick out some life lessons. So out of everything that you've listed so far, take a minute to consider the lessons that you've learned from each thing. 
Everything that has happened this year has taught you something, big or small. So look at your list of everything and just jot down the little life lessons that you've learned from all of 2019 experiences. Once we pick out our life lessons, we're going to talk to our future selves or write, write our future selves a letter. So recalling how the unexpected things made you feel in the moment and your reaction to them now, write your future self a letter. Like you in a year, write him or her a letter. Give yourself advice on how to handle the unexpected things. And most importantly, remind yourself that everything is okay. Like you get to sit here and reflect on what happened to you this year. Everything is okay. So put the letter somewhere that you can find it later and maybe label it when the unexpected happens, open me. Or whatever the case may be. Um, you can tape it on your desk or your fridge or keep it somewhere safe. But trust me, you will thank yourself later and be pleasantly surprised by the knowledge that you hold now for your future self. A really important piece of all of this is in my opinion, personal growth and discovery. So we did all these things, all these things happened, but what did we learn this year? So the question is, what did you learn about yourself this year? Take a look at the first three sections of the workbook, set a timer, and free write all of the things that you've learned about yourself from the ways that you react to unexpected stuff to how you cling to a certain plan or idea. Just let it all go on the page and acknowledge all of these new pieces of yourself that you've discovered. Once you look at yourself, you are then going to look at your relationships with other people. So you're not alone in this world, ever. You're just not. Um, the people around you have an impact on your life, and you have an impact on theirs. So set a timer, again, and free write what you've learned about relationships this year. So this could be what you've learned about yourself in relationships, what you've learned about specific relationships, what you've learned your expectations are of relationships, and consider how you show up for other people and the expectations that you might have on other people to show up in a certain way for you. Remember, you are not here to live up to anyone else's expectations, and they are not here to live up to yours. So consider your view of relationships from the beginning of the year to now, and write down everything that comes to mind. All right, we're heading into the last section of the workbook, and this is where we're going to be visioning and future-focused. So what do you want in 2020? How do you want to feel? What do you want to try? What do you want to experience? What do you want to have? All of these things are could be your future. I can't say are because we don't know, but these things could be your future if you put them out there in the world and 
you set your intention toward making them reality. So what do you want? What do you want to do? What do you want to try? All of that. And then the next section asks, how will each of these things make you feel? So you want all these things, but how will they make you feel, right? So we want to take everything and wrap our feelings into them. So if you want to feel more at ease, then you could try X, Y, or Z, whatever the case may be. Um, don't repeat your habits that aren't serving you anymore. So pay attention to your habitual patterns. What do you keep doing that's not working? List out all of the things, big and small, that you do not want to do anymore. And how can you recalibrate or refocus those patterns or habits? How can you make them work in your favor versus against you? The last piece is to take your own advice. So look at your list above of everything you've written down and think about how each thing makes you feel. Below, write the feeling and simply create a remedy for it. So if the feeling is low, or unproductive, then the remedy could be go outside, even if just for a few minutes, or if you're feeling low and unproductive, the remedy could be turn on dance music and move for one song. Something really small, something really tangible. Look at those feelings and come up with little cures or little, little remedies for them. So when you're feeling them throughout the year, you can come back to this list and think, I'm feeling really crappy. What advice did I give myself? What should I do to feel better? So, take your own advice. And the last piece of all of this is how to create a consistent practice. So, we're always going to start with getting clear. Start with getting clear on what you want and why. And then stay focused. This means making a flexible plan not a concrete plan to keep your focus on and remember what's important. This doesn't mean hold yourself to a strict schedule. It just means knowing and remembering what matters to you. So we get clear, we stay focused, and then we rest when we need to. It is not sustainable to move at 100 miles per hour all the time. 365 days of the year. Just don't do that, please. That's not how we function as human beings. It's not how nature functions. So rest well and rest often. Find support and be supported. And give support. All of the above. Support is a key component in creating and maintaining a consistent practice. So Doing anything alone is boring and really, really limiting. Find others to support on their journey and others who can offer support to you. Keep your community sacred and close and good, whatever that means to you. We can get into that in another episode, but the friendship episode might be a good one for that. Um, the last piece is share for greater impact. So let your trusted people in on what you're learning about yourself. Remember that sharing your own personal experiences can be inspiring for others. This doesn't mean 
dishing out unsolicited advice. It just means being unafraid to be seen in the process. So allow yourself to be seen and heard and see and listen to the people around you as well. So your consistent practice consists of <laughs> getting clear, staying focused, resting well and often, finding and giving support, and sharing your true self for greater impact of all. That's it, you guys. I mean, that's a lot. I don't want to say that's it, but um, that's it, you guys. Totally. Um, it's, it's a continual process. It's a never-ending journey of becoming more whole, becoming more yourself, and living your truth. So I don't mean that in a cheesy way. I mean that in a real, honest way. It's really easy to get caught up in society's expectations and other people's expectations of ourselves and our non-serving expectations of ourselves. So continue the work. If you want to join along on this year-long year of soul with me, sign up for my emails. You will get the weekly Well Weeks emails that are mini challenges for you to find inspiration and take action with your wellness habits and the workbooks will be included in those emails. So, that's all I've got for you. I will include the workbook link in the show notes and the Well Week sign-up. I can't wait to see you in... see you. I can't wait to talk to you in your inbox. Hopefully I'll see you someday soon. Um, if you join the Facebook group, maybe I'll host some Facebook Lives and you can see me and we can connect somehow. Maybe I will see you soon. Who knows? All of the unexpected things that this year will bring, I think will be really, really great. So, good luck working through the workbook. If you have any questions or need any extra inspiration, just reach out. I am here for you, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of December. I will talk to you soon. <laughs>